Hello everyone, to God be all the glory. We are by ourselves this week. We are praying for DMA and David and his family for strength. And we look forward to being back with them on next week. But we're going to continue to put the word of God out there and do it kind of like I started off doing it at first. And uh, I'm truly grateful for you tuning in each and every week to get God's holy word. So take this time right now to just stop and share this with at least five people again, like I asked last week. And we're just going to continue to touch the world and uplift God's people with his word. So shall we pray? Father God, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord, for mercy. And, Lord, we thank you for being God. We, Lord, we thank you for keeping us and for being a keeper. Lord, we thank you for delivering us out of situations that we find ourselves in, oh, God. Lord, we thank you for strength and for peace. And, Lord, we're just praying for each and every listener, oh, God, praying for David and his family for strength as they uh, take care of family and just do what the Lord have for them to do, oh God. So we just pray that you continue to bless the ones who are listening and encourage them to encourage somebody else. And we say this prayer in the dollar sign, Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. So, hey, we're going to jump in this word. Uh, not going to waste any time. Uh, I got an announcement to make at the end, but I'm going to save that for the end. Truly happy about this. It's just more of a start to uh, build God's kingdom. But today, as you all know, we've been in John chapter 4. Uh, if you have not listened to any of the previous episodes, be sure you go and check those out. Be sure you go and check those out. Uh, today, I'm not going to go back over those. We're just going to start with verse 17. John 4 and 17. And it said, I have no husband. She replied. And Jesus said to her, you are right. When you say you have no husband, the fact is you have had five husbands. And the one, uh, the man you have now is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. This is where Jesus basically told her about herself. And she still does not recognize that this is Jesus that she is speaking to. And she says, sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus declared, believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem, you Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit. And his worshipers, the Bible says, must worship him in spirit and in truth. 
Then the woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ. I know he is coming. When he come, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I who speaks to you am he. So, you know, last week I said we was going to talk about worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Worshiping, worshiping him in spirit and in truth. But look, uh, back in verse 19, where she confronted him about, I can see you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Here she was building an argument. Here you can see that she had a different thought process than the way the Jews worship. And they say, perhaps the woman, she did not like the way the argument was going and, and she kept avoiding the issue. So she took the conversation to the place of worship because there was a ongoing debate between the Jews and Samaritans about the place. Listen to this now about the place of worship. The Samaritans held that this mountain was sacred. But Abraham and Jacob, they built altars in general vicinity and the people had been blessed from this mountain. And in the Samaritan scriptures, the Bible says this mountain was the mountain on which Moses had commanded an altar to be built. So the Samaritans had built a temple on this mountain, but the Jews destroyed it. So in reading that background on this verse, she said, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Now, you know, when the pandemic first took off, when the pandemic first came into play, you know what? There was confusion. Why? Because people start saying and they got so smart in saying that all oh, the building is just a building. But we are the church. You've seen this post all over the place. You walk around and you talk to people and people say, well, the building is just a building. We are the church. And the mean just being one who observes when people say, look, it, it, it don't matter if we're not going to the building because God is everywhere. And as a matter of fact, we are the church. We are the church. Now, just by hearing that, this last week, if you, if we are the church, I have a question. What has your church looked like this past week? Ooh. 
since we are the church, what has your church broadcast this past week? It's personal now. Since we are the church, what functions has your church had this past week? Is it a resemblance of who God is? Only you can answer that. Somebody saying, oh, are you picking with me this week? Well, if we're going to grow and if we're going to say we are the church, we must watch how we live. We must watch how we talk. We must watch how we communicate. We must watch how we show love. We must watch how we show grace and mercy to other people. So in this now, if we're going to grow and if we're going to be an example of who Christ is, we must always be aware of what our church look like. Because when we say that we are believers of God and when we say that we are the church, we are basically saying that we should be a resemblance of who the Lord is. And that's where Jesus said, look, believe me, woman, a time is coming. And I just stopped by to tell somebody today, a time came last year. But Jesus said, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. He said, you Samaritans, you worship what you don't know. In our buildings, church buildings, in our society today, there are a lot of people talking about the Lord, but they really don't know. There are a lot of people who praise the Lord, but they really don't know. There are a lot of people who say, Look, I want to be like Jesus, but don't really know who Jesus is. And that's just like the Samaritans, because when, when we studied the Samaritans, they were people who live partially by the Pentateuch. And that's the book of the law. That's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. They don't want to hear nothing else if it's not coming from the Pentateuch. And look, they said, just, just give us the law. They don't want to hear nothing else. Just give us the law. So they knew of Christ, but they really didn't know Christ. There's a lot of people who know of Jesus, but they really don't know Jesus. And Jesus here, he made it plain. He said, you Samaritans, you worship. But uh, you worship what you do not know. You worship what you will not accept. You worship what you will not live by. And we have to ask ourselves, Lord, am I, do I really know you? 
these last couple of weeks, I've been questioning, do you really know who Jesus is? When the blessings and things happen in your life, do you really acknowledge that it's Jesus making moves in your life? But he said, we as Jews, we worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Why is that? Because salvation came through Jesus Christ. And since salvation came through Jesus Christ, Jesus was a Jew. But he said, yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshiper. So look at yourself. Examine your life. Are you a true worshiper? What does it take for you to worship the Lord? What does it take for you to worship the Lord? Does certain things have to be in place? Does certain things have to happen? What is it? Do you need to worship the Lord? Do you worship him in spirit and in truth? Because that's what the Lord is looking for. That's what he's looking for. Worship him in spirit and in truth. Truth. But I said, yeah, the time is coming. And has now come. What? When the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So basically, here we see Jesus is saying that the place of worship is irrelevant. The place of worship is irrelevant because true worship must be in keeping with God's nature, which is a spirit. And God is a God of omnipresence, meaning he's everywhere at the same time so the place of worship is irrelevant. The issue is, are you worshiping, are we worshiping him in spirit? And in truth, do we have a clear understanding of true worship? Do we have a understanding on true worship. What is your understanding of worship? Just think for a second. What is your understanding of worship? What is your understanding of worship? Have you ever heard of worship? Worshiping God, worshiping who He is. Worshiping Him for what you know 
him to be. Why? Because the only way we can worship him is that we must worship him in spirit and in truth. And truth is actually knowing who he is. Truth is actually knowing that he is our Savior. He is a promise keeper. He is a way maker. He is Jehovah. Jireh, Jehovah. He is Jehovah. Nisi. Worshiping him in truth is knowing truly who he is. And look, we see and we've been studying this for the last couple of weeks. The Samaritan woman did not know exactly who he was. She did not know exactly who she was speaking to. Because she kept going around. Kept going around, hitting on this and hitting on this. And then here she came to the place of worship. So no matter where you are right now, you can worship God. At home, you can worship God. On your job, you can worship God. God at the grocery store no matter where you are we can worship God there are some things about my job that I can only do at my job but I thank God that he is a spirit and I don't have to wait to be in a certain place to acknowledge who he is I don't have to wait to be at a certain place to tell God how thankful I am for him being who he is. I don't have to wait for a particular day because I can do it every day. I can do it any hour. I can do it any minute. Why? Because God is right there with us at all times. Right now, just speaking about God and the Lord, we are worshiping him. Look, I'm at my house. At the house, at my desk, the Bible out, with my device recording, worshiping God, spreading the good news about who he is and what he is about. I don't have to wait till I get to the church building. I can do it anywhere. Anywhere, anytime, because God gets all the glory because He is a He is Spirit. He is Spirit. But as we hit on that. The Bible tells us that the Father is seeking true worshipers. Jesus said that the Father is seeking true worshipers. So if I pr go preach somewhere, I'm, I'm trying to check the environment. Because God is looking 
for true worshipers. At my church, I'm trying to check the environment. Why? Because God is looking for true worshipers. I, I tell the choir all the time. I used to, used to tell them, look, we have to be for real. With our living, we have to be for real with our worship. We have to be for real with our praise. Because that is what God is seeking. And for you that are listening out there, I want you to be blessed. And I want you to worship God in spirit and in truth. Why? Because that's what he is seeking. But the Samaritan woman, she came and said, I know that the Messiah called Christ. I know he is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything for us. Remember, this is Jesus hearing. Then Jesus said, I who speak to you am he. I just want to tell somebody today the reason why you are here because you are trying to grow. The reason why you are here is because you probably know that Jesus one day is coming again. And, and if you did not know, I just want to tell you one day Jesus is coming again. And no man know the day or the hour. That's the reason why we should all be trying to get it right. That's the reason why we all should be trying what? To get it right. Last time, that's the reason why we all should be trying to get it right. Lord, I'm thirsty. Jesus said, look, it's the one that you're speaking to. This is first time saying this to her. He said, the one that you're speaking to, I am the Messiah. I am the Messiah. And what happened? I don't have time to go through the rest of this, but after this encounter, this woman, she ran and gave her testimony. This woman, she ran and told everybody about her encounter. And when you see Jesus in your life, I start by to tell somebody, tell somebody about your encounter. When the Lord has, has spoken to you, when the Lord has shown up in your life, tell somebody about your encounter. Somebody just had an encounter and you can tell somebody, tell somebody about your encounter. Tell somebody about how good and gracious God is. Why? Because other Samaritans started to believe based off of her testimony. So this is is personal ministries. Lord, I'm thirsty. And I pray whoever that's been thirsty, I pray that your thirst has been cured with the word of God these last couple of weeks. If you've been trying to find fulfillment, find fulfillment with the Lord. Find fulfillment in your relationship 
with God. So again, this is Reverend Nazarius Sanford. I thank you for tuning in for another week. And I pray to see you next Thursday. Be ready. Every Thursday we are here. We are here. So the announcement, the announcement is I finally started a website. I finally started a website. So I know a lot of you are like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? So go check out the website. Also follow me on Facebook, Lenzarius Sanford. You can follow the It's Personal Ministries page on Facebook. On Instagram, It's Personal Ministries is on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. Like our page. Keep up with us. But the website is ipministries.org ipministries.org .org ipministries.org Go on there. Check it out. We'll be adding more things to the website in the future. But right now, I just wanted to get something up uh, just so you all can see who has been giving you this word from God. So again, we thank you and we are grateful for having you each and every week. So before we get out of here, like always, smile because you are alive. Smile because you have your health and strength. Smile because it could be worse. And lastly, smile. Why? Because it will get better. God bless you. God keep you. Until we meet again. God bless. It's personal ministries.